Come on, Dan. This big oh. energy. Come on, bring oh, okay. big energy. All right. Bigger. All right. This episode. Dan. How was that? Hmm? I just said big. So can we try it oh. one more time? Big, big energy. This episode. Oh. It's about as big as it gets right now. I'm very it. tired. This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who, where every Sunday, look at that, there I'm getting into it now. Oh, you, get, you got it. You get a bonus episode of Says Who if you give at just five bucks a month. And if you give five bucks more, not only do you get that bonus episode every Sunday, you also get a sticker from us every month, special just for you because you joined the Says Who Sticker Club. Uh -huh. That is patreon.com slash says who. I, I just want to point out, I've seen the first sticker and it's great. And also Dan has made these amazing certificates of authenticity. Yeah, Dan, with, Dan a, makes with a like, date stamp. He makes, it's that kind of quality touch that, it was like when I went to Harry Potter world and I was investigating all the little nooks and crannies that the set designers and artists had made that just made it kind of magically real. That's what I like about theme parks, Maureen. The magically real touches. Just the little tiny detail shit that you don't need to do, but by doing it, you make it real. Yeah. Yeah. Just the little tiny choices that you're like, okay. I am actually at Hogwarts. Anyway, patreon.com slash says who. Um, books? Let's get back to books. Uh, I got a bunch of them coming out this year. Yay. Yip, 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 yip. Bow, 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 bow. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think we should bring more foghorns into authorship. <laughs> That's my goal. That's what I'm here for. I like it. Um, this is a great time to read the Truly Devious series. If you haven't, look, what can I do anymore? You know about it. <laughs> who, am I, who am I trying to kid here? You guys know about it. Uh, Box of the Woods coming out in June. They're going to have pre-order information soon and pre-order events and stuff and things. Um, pretty excited, Dan. Um, we got the Cruella novel coming out in April. Oh. I have, I have uh, Box of the Woods coming out in June. And I have the Murder Guide coming out in, I think, September. So... Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> We're gonna need to get that as a drop-in sound. Oh, Dan, I'm not. I'm not. Let's. We'll talk about it. Maybe we need a soundboard in 2021. All right, merch. Let's talk about merch for a second. We have merch. You want merch? You can go to merch.sayswhopodcast.com and buy merch. Just this morning, I was starting some work on some new 2021 designs, which will be coming to the store very soon. Merch says who podcast.com and i should point out if you are a patreon supporter at five or ten bucks you get a discount in the merch store a Whoa. monthly discount yeah Holy crap, so man. just worth reminding you you could buy enough stuff to actually make your monthly <laughs> monthly amount back you could be making money in this deal merch.sayswhopodcast.com Uh, hello, welcome to Arby's. Uh, what, what is it? What do you, what do you, what do you want? Oh, um, hi, I would like a, a beef and cheddar what? sandwich, please. A what? A beef and... A beef and cheddar like a sandwich, cheese, it's... A, like a no, cheeseburger? No, it's a, it's a, one of your roast beef options. It's Cheeseburger. a roast beef sandwich with cheddar on it. No, you're Arby's. You don't sell burgers. You sell sliced meat. No, it's yeah, like, like a sliced meat store. Cooked meat? I mean, it's, yeah. It's, wait. It's not wait, raw. Wait a minute. Kid, mm. kid, is that you? Oh. Wait, is that, is you? that you? 
Kid, kid, how are, are you? What are you I doing mean, here? I have my day off today, so I thought I would come and have a sandwich. Ah. Can oh. I also have some curly fries? What do I... With that? Okay. Do I have to do anything to, to make them curly? Oh, no. I mean, they I... should already... You don't... If you're on, taking the order, it's Just not usual hold that on. you're also making the food. Just wait. Hey. Hey, do we have curly fries? Hey. What? What is that? What are you... You're just gesturing at me, like, what? I don't... Go get fucked, okay? Just, I don't know. What? Oh, uh, boy. Uh, what are hey, you gesturing? Can I, what? Can I, can, can I just ask, what are you, what are you doing here? Uh, I've got a job. New job. I mean, oh, I guess, yeah, yeah, I guess you don't have your, your job at the White House anymore, huh? No. No, can I? Up, how did you, how did you end up at Arby's, though? Well, you do what you know, kid. This is does not seem like something that you actually know. What's funny is that I know this better than a lot of other things. Oh, no. Yeah, I used to, uh, I, I, uh, for a while I was running, I was running several task force. Uh, as I was running the, um, uh, most of the, uh, most of our commerce with, um, Southeast Asia for a while. Okay. Uh, I was running some diplomacy in South America uh, and all the entire environmental policy of the United States for like a week and a half, but it didn't work out. So um, you want a cheeseburger, no, some want a bends and fries, and... Um, curly fries, a beef and cheddar, please, and also a Jamocha shake. A what now? A Jamocha shake. A Jamaican shake? No, it's called Jamocha. But I don't understand. It's, it's not like a flavor. It's like a chocolate and coffee shake. They're really Just delicious. Chocolate and coffee shake. I'll put yeah. coffee in your shake. Okay, no, I can do that. It should, uh, honestly, it should just be a machine that you just have to stick the cup in. There's a machine? Oh, boy. I know. I guess drive in? No, it's you drive through. You drive through. If I were to drive in, I would probably get arrested because I would have driven in a building. Like a car wash? I mean, sort of, except you get food at the other end instead of a clean car. Can I come with you? No. Welcome to Says Who. Oh, boy. I'm bringing the energy this time, Maureen. The podcast that isn't a podcast. It's a coping strategy. I'm Maureen Johnson. And I am Dan Sinker. Mm. Maureen Johnson. Mm. It, we should probably do what we've had to do every week of January and timestamp this episode. <laughs> yeah. It is 10, 11 a.m. Central Time, 11, 11 a.m. Eastern. Ooh, make a wish. Woo. On the 21st of January, we are once again, because it is January 2021, we are recording on a Thursday I am turning around an edit, and we are immediately releasing on a Thursday because everything happens on Wednesdays now, just when we would traditionally, uh, traditionally come out. And Maureen Johnson. <sighs> I mean, I don't know, Dan. How are you? I am remarkably tired. And we could talk about that. Uh, yeah. Because I think there's a lot of reasons for that. <laughs> I think there are, but probably Donald Trump, Maureen Johnson, is no longer the president of the United States. Officially. Yeah. At noon Eastern yesterday, Joe Biden. <laughs> 
that's still a remarkable thing in my brain, became the president of the United States. <sighs> yep. It did happen, Dan. It did happen. Um, so welcome to season two. This is season two of Says Who, isn't it? Kind of. It's a f- they're four-year-long seasons, apparently. Yep. I mean... I was... Uh, I mean, I guess we should just do season three when they regroup and come back. <laughs> exactly. I was walking the dog on Tuesday, and I... It felt like the very first time that it hit me Mm. that like we were going to record. And I didn't know what we were going to talk about. (laughs) And then I was like, I don't know what 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 even like, I don't know the like, I don't know what the parameters are anymore. I am. A friend in another country wrote to me last night and said, how do you feel? And I said, I don't know. Intellectually, I know it's good. But my body and my emotional state is just staring straight ahead. Yeah. And I realized that it's going to, A, it's going to be a long time to stop flinching. Whenever I see the word breaking, I am a genuine frisson of terror, but also because we've been trained to it. It's not only terror, but it's a kind of hunger anticipation. Mm -hmm. Like we've been so fed on adrenaline for four years. For four years. That at the same time, you almost crave it because it's the it's the I guess the chemicals that our brains have been running on for so long that we don't know any better. Yeah. I mean, you want to hear a fucked up thought I had? I was I like, would love to. I mean, they have to understand that this wasn't what I really think. This is a thought my brain produced that the other parts of my brain looked at and said, this is it's clear that there's a problem here. Trump was I, my brain said Trump's gone, but. Again, just a construct of my mind. It said, at least there's still coronavirus. And then the rest of my brain said, what? (laughs) And I realized that my brain was trying to figure something out. Yeah. Like it was trying to make a thought. And it was trying to understand how the world is. Yeah. Because I don't understand a time anymore that isn't fraught with danger yeah so i was like i had to look around for more danger like oh i guess we still have this so i can i still know how to function yeah i i firmly agree there like i it 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 is i i think that we are going to enter a period where we are all still hopped up Right? Like we're all still on high alert. And uh, I think there's going to be a lot of rage strays getting caught because we don't know where to put it now. Mm. You know, like it's, it is, um, yeah, it's wild. I yesterday, twice, two different points yesterday, uh, this past weekend, we had a little fire in our backyard and made some s'mores and it was all very nice. It was the first time this winter that we've done it. A friend of mine's dad made a little iron fire pit thing and we tried it out and it was great, except that we had logs that were too big. And so uh, I got an axe so I could make our logs smaller. And uh, the axe showed up yesterday and twice yesterday I went outside it's very cold right now it's like 20 degrees or something and i was suddenly outside with no coat on furiously chopping wood and poorly chopping wood and dangerously chopping wood (laughs) just splinters flying everywhere like to the point that 
last night I was laying in bed and I was like, my entire body aches. And I realized it had nothing to do with needing wood and entirely just almost like a stress-induced fugue state where it was like just letting it out somehow. And uh, yeah, I think we're all gonna... Because we, I, th- I think we all have that. We've all adjusted to living in a diseased state. Yes. So it's like you're looking around like, how can I get the the fear dopamine that that yeah. my body lives on? Because I have trained myself to eat garbage. So where, how can I get some garbage to eat? Right. There's healthy food here, but I need some absolute stone cold shit because that's what my body runs on. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. I mean, we we had a little tiny preview of what it might be like in the last couple of weeks because Donald Trump was permanently kicked off Twitter. And so that normal morning feedback loop of waking up and seeing him and feeling outrage and and you know that has been gone and even that has taken some getting used to but now we are truly in uncharted territory in terms of how i'm supposed to feel also i don't know about you dan but did you spend the entire weekend and all of monday and especially tuesday just waiting for crazy shit to happen yeah and then it didn't. No. And it made everyone extra nervous. Yeah. So we're like, what's going on in there? Yeah. It's like John Mulaney says, when the horse was extra quiet in the hospital, that's worse. Because <laughs> you don't know what it's doing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really has been a stark reminder of just how much this mirrors abusive relationships. Yeah. You know, and that is like, that is not something that you just get over in a, in a day. No, it's going to take us time to process and adjust. You don't, you don't just also just not for nothing down. I don't want to jump around at all, but as of noon yesterday, Donald Trump ceased being president. Now he, can we talk about his departure? I'd love if we did. Because, um, so because he is sack of shit, (laughs) he was like, I'm not going to them inauguration because he can't because he's like because he is what he is so he left at eight in the morning now in order to go to his party you had to go you had to arrive between 6 30 and like 7 15 in the morning because nothing says party like showing up on a cold airstrip at 6 30 in the morning to watch a dumb fuck wave to get on a plane yeah so They went out, a couple of them. He stands there, plays a crazy set list, (laughs) gave a speech, which I did not. I only listened to the last five minutes, but apparently. Oh, yeah, I didn't watch it at all. Bonkers. It was a bunch of weird lies, like, you know, the normal. But um, he didn't look happy. And I, I was digging that. And then he turned and left the stage to YMCA. I mean, I don't know why. And then he kind of is waving and then he goes through the, the line of his family, gives them all, like he gets some stiff, weird hugs. All those fail sons are crying. Yeah. I mean, it was, then he gets on the plane at one point they started playing Daniel and I was like, God damn it. Leave him alone. And then, <laughs> then they time his, it was super weird. Dan, they timed the takeoff of the plane. Everything was like 
choreographed to the song My Way. <laughs> no, They should have gone with the Sid Vicious version of that. I mean, yes. But Dan, you have to realize, I'm talking like the taxiing was the slow part. And then as the song builds, and like just the part where you think the plane would speed up to take off, it was timed. They timed a takeoff. They choreographed it to the exact arcs of the song My Way. They had four years to nail the detail on something that they did. It was the dumbest thing. They never thing. did before, but they got it on the last one, I guess. Dumbest thing I've ever seen. I mean, it was extraordinarily stupid. Um, and then he was gone. Yeah. What was that plane ride like? <laughs> I mean, I I paid no attention once Marine One left the White House grounds. I was like, cool. I don't need to pay attention to that motherfucker for the rest of the day, at least. Uh, so I only kind of paid attention through the the leaving of the White House and the him and Millennia walking across the White House grounds to Marine One. And then it was like, okay, they really left. And they were in the air. And I realized, where the fuck is Baron Trump? Yeah, nobody saw him all day. Did they... Is he still at the White House? Is 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 Joe Biden going to open up a door and be like, oh, hey, sport. What, hey, hey, kid. What are, you, what are you doing here? Oh, is that a vape pen? I I would guess they sent Barron off ahead of time. I mean, I would guess that Barron has not lived at the White House ever. I think probably, you know, he surely had some time in the White She lives there, right? I mean, so she I I I buy that she lives there because we have ever seen her there. We have never seen Baron Trump except for exiting or entering a helicopter. And even that is only on a handful of times. It is one of the true lingering mysteries to me is how just how abnormal that family was and how much. That was just accepted and allowed is wild. Well, he left. What also was fascinating to me was how quickly the fumigation teams and the redecorators were in. Right? Like, there were pictures of those offices being fumigated at 10 in the morning. They changed the carpet in the Oval Office. Yeah. It like, was like a it was like a tan and now it is a navy blue. Like they did a full just like rip it out, get new stuff in in like five hours. Yeah, I mean I know that they do that like to prepare the new digs. Yeah. But they they really I mean, normally I guess they have less time because they don't normally fuck off at eight in the morning. Um, so I guess they have from about 8 a.m. until mid-afternoon. Yeah. Um, but they fucking redecorated. Like by the time Joe Biden was in office signing things by around five o'clock, there were new portraits on the walls. There were new, like new carpets, new portraits on the walls, potentially new curtains. I don't know. Um, I think the curtains, people spotted that the curtains are the same. Certain but curtains the, are the same. But the carpets are new. The art is all different and new. I know that you basically pick out of a catalog for the art and you go like the National Portrait Gallery. Like, I want this yeah. portrait. So it doesn't take that long to switch out a portrait. But it, but you could see like all of these different art things all over the walls. Like there was already a collage on one of the entrance walls of like Biden stuff. Like. Mm -hmm. All that shit was gone. Yeah. Um, and it's wild that it can happen that quickly. I just find that fascinating. Yeah. It's it, 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 especially when you consider that they also did a massive deep clean in order to hopefully purge any lingering bits of the coronavirus from, uh, from the halls of the White House. 
a deep clean and also presumably a massive security check. Yeah. To look for listening devices, recording devices. I mean. Oh, boy. I didn't think about that. That's much harder. Yeah. I mean, that they had to have taken somebody had to have gone over every inch of that place. Just literally by hand, like in the movie, The Conversation, but up to date with just like they <laughs> just scan the walls, the floors, the light. You, know, you take apart the light fixtures. Yeah. And the wireless thing, as you're saying that, I am not sure if you are talking about listening devices from foreign countries or listening devices left by the Either. Trump people. Either. Either. Anybody. The whole place was overrun with by crazies for four years. Anything could be in there. It's been four years, Maureen. Yeah. It sure has. But it has only been two weeks since the Capitol was taken. <laughs> it was 15 days ago. So Jesus Christ. In case you're wondering why you can't figure out what reality is, again. The 6th, a complete insurrection. The 13th, an impeachment. The the 20th, did I get those right? Yes. The 20th, an inauguration. Then, up until the last minute, the Q people were like, he's coming. He's coming back. Martial law will be declared. And up until the very tickety-tock moment where he said that he was the president and the clock ticked over, they believed. Yeah. And now what? Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a lot of lingering and now what with the with the various fringe groups and white supremacists and everyone else that are that are suddenly leaderless and directionless. You know, it's it's not great, but I want to focus a little bit, Maureen Johnson. Mm. On the fact that yesterday, despite the sort of lingering stress wobbles and all of that, yesterday was pretty great, wasn't it? I guess. Again, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I get I get that. I just so here in Chicago. The hardest part of Chicago winters is the fact that it is gray from about November through March, at least. It's less the cold and more just the sort of unceasing grayness of it all. And I woke up in the morning and, like I said, uh, watched a helicopter take off from the from the White House. Watched in quotes. I watched it via tweets. And then I got up and I looked out the window and it was sunny and like the fucking sky was up and we had gotten all of this snow overnight that had not really been predicted. And so everything was just this really beautiful, fluffy white. And it was like, wow, look at this. Like, and I kind of feel like the day continued that feeling throughout, like the actual inauguration stuff was pretty great it kind of felt like like i i i eat there was definitely a lingering sense of why the fuck are you all doing this outside in the capital like a two weeks after an insurrection and the the basic answer was like if we don't then we send a message that the insurrection worked right and i, I get that but there was definitely a worry and then it just all went so flawlessly and easily and it it was a it was very interesting both of my kids the schools gave them time off to watch it so we all just kind of sat on the couch and watched it the five-year-old got bored Mm -hmm. uh, and eventually went off and played his tablet but um you know it was it was i was surprised at how moved I was by all of it. Most notably the fact that accompanying Harris was Eugene Goodman, the uh, 
the Capitol Police officer that literally saved the country during the insurrection by leading uh, leading the mob away from the Senate chambers before they had locked it down. Um, but it just it was that kind of a thing. Like it was it was relatively low key. Um, it was sparsely attended. And in fact, later that day, uh, the press secretary proudly announced that it was the lowest attendance of any inauguration ever um, due to coronavirus. Um, but I don't know. it. All of it worked for me in a way that I really wasn't expecting it to work for me. Yep. <sighs> well, Dan, the day continued with uh, by five o'clock or so. Biden issued 17 executive orders. Yeah. He just, it was just gone. We rejoined the World Health Organization. We rejoined the Paris Climate Accords. The border wall's been halted. Dreamers uh, have had DACA preserved. The Muslim ban was reversed. There's uh, a protection in place to prohibit workplace discrimination of lesbian, gay, and trans folk. A mask mandate and all federal property and land, interstate travel. Like it just went on and on and on yeah. and on and on. And it's all good. It's too fast. It's too much to take in. I feel like that's part <laughs> in the in the matrix where he learns kung fu. <laughs> I mean, I I do remember over the course of the last four years remarking a few different times that the the downside of the fact that Trump was basically not relying on legislation for anything, despite controlling the fucking Senate um, and instead doing everything via executive order is that you could erase all of that the same way. And Biden seems to have largely made good with that, like just shoop, done yeah. out. In, all in of this shit's done. In less than an hour, it was all gone. He sat down at a desk with new art and a new carpet, a whole box of pens and a mask on his face and just signed that shit away. Dan, the, yeah. I'm just saying that what we also need to add is free, just one television channel that all it does is PTSD therapy all the time that we can turn on anytime we want because that is... All those things should happen that fast, but no brain can take it in. And we need help. Yeah. It gets too much. I was like, so all that shit's gone. That looks like it never happened. Okay. I mean, it did happen. It totally did happen. It's definitely like it happened. But at the same time, now it's just gone. So I don't, I don't, uh, and then I just walked into a wall. Like, <laughs> it's just, I, or at least give us some medication, like that'll just, put us in a nap for about two weeks <laughs> so that our body can like grow some new cells to absorb this. I don't know what to say. Yeah, it's, it's wild. Uh, out last night with the dog and the teen and he, he commented on something that hadn't really sunk in with me about all of the executive orders. He was like, it just, it means something to see Joe Biden using a pen Instead of a Sharpie. He's right. He's absolutely <laughs> like, right. Oh, shit, I hadn't thought. Yeah. He was like, I like Sharpies. Yeah. But I, they shouldn't be used to sign executive orders. And he's right. Yeah. I mean, it's just nice. I guess he's right to not have a president who only uses markers. <laughs> and honestly, if we'd had our way, he should have been using big fat Crayola markers. You know the kind I mean. Those big oh, chunky ones. Oh, do they still make those? Because those things. Oh are yeah, great. they sure do. We have a lot uh, because uh, the five-year-old uses those exclusively. They're fantastic, and um, I mean, you know, and we normally you'd go out and celebrate, right? Like this should have been like yeah. New Year's Eve that everyone was out having a party. At, like for one, everyone would have had a party at their house. Oh yeah. Or you go out to like somewhere in the neighborhood, you have a drink and you cheer and you watch it on TV with a group of people, but you can't because there is a pandemic. So like yesterday, I took the dog to the dog park because that's what I do. And 
it was freezing cold and I was out there for about an hour and a half. And I came home and I was just, oh, I was like so cold. And I was, I was walking her home down to the East Village and I was like, boy, I could really go for a cup of hot chocolate. Like that would really go down a treat. And, um, but it can't go in anywhere. Uh, so I went up, there was one window place open because a lot of New York places have kind of opened window areas, yeah. except because it, it's cold. They can't really do as many, but I found one. I was like, do you have hot chocolate? And they were like, sorry. And I was like, yeah. So I was like, also in a normal year, I would have gone to the store and purchased a box of hot chocolate. But um, I don't really do that. So I went home and I was still kind of cold. And I was like, I'm just, this is a real thought I had then. I was like, I'm just going to imagine drinking a hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> now I had ordered some hot chocolate from, I, I subscribe to the Thrive Market. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's like an online no. organic, you buy a subscription, but like you get a big discount on stuff and it has a lot of organic and vegetarian stuff and the food comes in a box. Man, um, how times have changed. Right. Four years later, you're buying food in a box. Dan, I've always been on board for that. Um, but the box was delayed because, you know, the post office is all fucked up. But I did have a bunch of, I had a container of hot chocolate and some vegan marshmallows in the box. But the box is somewhere. So I went home. I was like, oh, it'd be great if the box was there. And then I got to notice it was like, box is delayed by a week or so. And I was like, nah. So I sat home and I was like, I'll just imagine drinking a cup of hot chocolate. And then I realized that that was sad. So. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh I had finished, I finished a whole bunch of edits. I watched the inauguration and I could have continued a whole work day, but it was four o'clock. I was freezing. Like my hands still had not warmed up. I was like, I'm just going to take a bath. That's going to be my party. Like I'm going to take a bath. So I took a bath then. That was my big inauguration day celebration. And then there you go. Oscar and I, in, we were going to have like a big, cause a lot of my friends had big ordered in dinners and like, I saw a lot of people making big celebratory platters and stuff. Yeah. But I wasn't super hungry. So the two of us just had cereal for dinner, which we never do. And then he's like, well, I'm going to take a bath. So he went to, and I just watched the, the, the inauguration on TV, like the weird, it was not, I don't mean that a bad way, but it was weird. Um, because it was a remote COVID structured, inauguration so again we would have been out drinking champagne and doing dances yeah even i who hates doing every like asterisk will get to bernie in the chair because that's how i am when i go out that's me having a good time so <laughs> i was like okay so i sat there and watched tom hanks slowly freeze to death and do a kind of weird frosty the snowman narration to bridge all of the different well, that was great. Hey, let's go and see what our friends over here are doing. And so then it was like the Foo Fighters, Tim McGraw, um, a montage. It was all good, but it was weird. Yeah, I didn't watch any of that. I watched it for about two hours. I watched wrestling. I, did, I wasn't watching it at first. And then my mom texted me. He was like, are you watching it? And then I felt kind of guilty. I was like, I guess I should look at it and see what it is. So I tuned in just when I think the band was called the Black Pumas. Okay. I think that's what they're called. I, I just missed the announcement of their name. Um, but I thought I caught that somewhere. And they were great. So I was like, okay, this music is pretty good, actually. Um, and then the, I, you know, I felt it had... Because it was very broad appeal. So not everybody is going to like every single thing. But it was what was clear was that every giant name was like, do you want me to appear in the corner of a video for five seconds? Because I will do it. <laughs> so it was just giant, giant names. Back to back to back. I think Bruce Springsteen did the, a thing. And like I said, the Foo Fighters. And remarkably... The the new radicals. We just could stop. Can we just put a pin in and discuss the new radicals for a second? Sure. Okay. 
Now, the New Radicals released one single ever. You get what you give. Okay. In 1998. Ah, see, this is this falls right into right. that sweet spot where I paid no attention whatsoever to any mainstream culture at all. I really did love this song. It is incredibly kind of fun and upbeat, but like with a slight snarkiness to it. Okay. Um, I was in grad school, so every it was like, I have $3.15 to my name. And I work every, I like work all these weird jobs and I never sleep, but it was a very kind of good song for that time. And yeah. I have, I have a soft spot in my heart for it. I still like it. It's a good song. It's a very good, it's a good song, but that's all they ever did. And I remember reading an article about them at the time where they were like, clearly this guy that wrote the song was like, I want to make it big. I've written a song. I've got a lot of spirit and spunk. And he like ran into producer's offices in LA and was like jumping on the tables and dancing around. Someone's like, we got to sign this kid. And they signed him and they made this one album and he never made any others. But I think he went on to like write and produce and stuff. But he was an awkward dancer then. (laughs) And now he, he looks like he has a real dad look to him, but he's got kind of the same outfit and the bucket hat on that he wore in 1998. Oh, no. But it largely looks the same. That's what's weird. It's like, that's kind of what it looked like then, too. So it's, you know, it's this is kind of lining up. And he did the same dance. Oscar comes running in from, he's like, throws on his robe, comes running in, he's like, you must watch this. <laughs> he could not get over the, the, the New Radicals performance because it's this weird kind of dad dance that he does but i was it's like one two and he's like doing this little wiggle dance and it's just so awkward and then i said this was the same dance that he did it all looks and sounds remarkably the same like i'm like that guy's voice even sounds the same he's really it's the same and he's like but it's so funny and i i just got stuck on the point that it was the same i was like but it's the same and he's like it's ridiculous i'm like but it's the same it's the same. He's like, it doesn't matter. I'm like, yes, it does. It matters because it's the same. <laughs> and we did that for like 15 minutes. Oh, the other thing we did last night is that for Christmas, it just, this, my gift just arrived a week ago. Um, he got me the smaller version of Gloomhaven. Called, oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's a smaller version because Gloomhaven, if you don't know, if you're not in board games, is a $150 board game. It is massive. And yeah. you get you get some bang for your buck in that hundred. It is it is famously good and complicated. And it comes with a billion things. So I think they really pack a lot of value into that box, from what I can tell. But because it's so complicated, they made a standalone smaller version, I guess, to ease you into Gloomhaven and you could just okay. play it more easily. But still Gloomhaven Jr. It's called like the jaws of the lion or something like that. <laughs> so it's a, it's a legacy game. So you have to use stickers and you open up containers and stuff, Oh, nice! but it's got 25. So you play through 25 scenarios, but in order even to get started playing this game, we have to watch a video oh, before boy. every single of the first five scenarios. And each video is a half hour long. Oh my goodness. And it's so cheerful and upbeat. This guy's like, then all you have to do is take out your Vermling Raiders and then put them in the green stands, unless they need the white stands, unless it has a yellow stripe. <laughs> now, let's get into the, well, we'll get into Vermling Raiders later. Now, let's do our setup. You'll see you have five dials. You turn this dial to this and this dial to this. You've been given a chart. Pull out your chart. Look at this. Now, pull out the slide that goes over your chart, which will tell you that this to set the first dial, but not if you're <laughs> holding a yellow card. Now, let's get back to this. You place them here and here and here, and you place obstacles, but you now you have five new pieces to add, half an hour for each of the first five modules. So it takes two and a half hours to learn how to play the first five parts. Oh my God. But then you know how to play the other 20. <laughs> so we watched how to play version two. It's not that complicated. It's, sure. Uh, yet it's it only is, five hours of videos worth. I mean, it's a lot. So, but fortunately, we are dedicated to playing games. So um, we watched that, but then we were like, 
we don't actually feel like playing it just now. We just got the, <laughs> we just did the tutorial and we're like, I guess we'll do it tomorrow or some other day. Um, so I don't know what this was all in, in aid of, Dan. I know you. Were I don't making, know where you started somewhere. But this is what it's like. I think I was trying to explain the party, but the parties, Dan. Well, luckily, I think we may have someone who was there. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, that's exciting. Um, Wh- who? I think you know who, Dan. Ah. Uh, hey. Oh, boy. Hey. Amy me. Carter's shoe. Yeah, you gotta, Dan, you gotta be quiet. What, why? I'm hiding. Oh, okay. What, what are you? <sighs> wait, wait. Where are you? They cleaned out the White House yesterday, Dan. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Because uh-huh. uh, Joe Biden moved in. That's right, he did. But uh, I'm still here. I'm hiding. I had to stay here. I'm going to stay. And I had to go to the inaugural balls. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was waiting for inaugural that one. Inaugural balls. Inaugural balls. Did you like the inaugural balls? Uh, I mean, like I like I told Maureen, who is she? Is she still? Is she still around somewhere? I don't know. I'm in the White House. Okay. Well, at, like I told her, I did not watch the uh, the the TV show last night that kind of took the place of the of the inaugural balls. <laughs> inaugural balls. Yeah, it was real weird because nobody was dancing or anything. You well, they kind of were. There was a bunch of Zoom screens up, and then they all kind of stood around with masks on, awkwardly shuffling from foot to foot. I was into <laughs> it because it made everything sway, sway. Oh no! Slow and slow, like a oh. man. Yeah, he's at the desk. He's at the desk, the resolute desk, and he's got all the pens, and he's signing things. Uh, he gets right in there. He's right in there, Dan. He's right Oof. in there. Amy Carter's shoe. It has yeah. just occurred to me uh-huh. just how much the next four years are going to be the best four years of your life. <sighs> That's right. He's got to put on some shoes sometime. Wow. <laughs> Only my sister would get. Shut up! I'm right here. I'm not getting out of my chair. Shut up, you! Oh, if he no. wants to put us on, he's gonna put us on. I'm not getting up. Get up! Oh no! Get up! No! Get up! I'm not getting out of my chair. I've got my slippers on. I'm in mittens on. <laughs> I'm a pair of mittens now. A pair of slippers. What are you even talking about? I'm slippers. I'm mittens. I'm slippers. I'm both. What? I don't understand. Uh. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh. I'm so comfortable in my chair. I'm I'm sensibly dressed. I've got mittens on. I'm not getting out. 1%. Stop saying 1%. It doesn't even make sense. You don't make sense. You don't make sense. Oh, my goodness. Uh, uh. I guess we have this to look forward to for four years. Uh, there's so much to look forward to. That's so much to look forward to. 1%. Stop saying 1%. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, everything's <laughs> going to be great. Inaugural balls. Inaugural balls. Every day is about inaugural balls. Balls. Everyone say balls all day long. I loved it. Uh, the scrotes were here. But soon they'll leave. Leave me with my band. Soon it'll just be the two of us. Uh. Soon. 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 Shut up! Well, goodbye. Goodbye. She's hiding. It's, yeah, it's... it, It really just kind of dawned on me just how she's not going away. No. No. Maureen Johnson, I feel like there's one thing 
certainly kept being said at my house yesterday, which is, God damn it, we should be getting on a plane to Disney World right now. For four years, <laughs> we have said, when this fucker is out of office, we are jumping on the next plane to goddamn Disney World. Indeed. And he is finally out of office. Disneyland is closed and has been closed for nearly a year. It is literally being used as a COVID, vac- COVID vaccine super site now. I mean, Dan, that is some dystopian shit. Disney World is open because it's in Florida. It is probably not a vaccine super site, but a COVID super site at this point. But we'll never know because Florida won't contact trace it. And so we're not yet on our way to Disney World. But God damn it, Maureen. I realized that things were actually going to happen on inauguration morning when I saw the news that the Hall of Presidents had closed on the morning of the 20th for refurbishment because they're putting a Biden bot in. (sighs) And God damn it, we are going to see that bot. God damn it, Dan. Marine, are we going to see the bot? (laughs) We're going, just not yet. Yeah, when do you think we're going to go? I think maybe the fall. Maybe. That feels right. I mean, I hope. We have uh, run out of vaccine here in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Um, People had, I mean, not anyone I know, but some people had appointments. And any appointment this week has been canceled and moved a full week. So we will go apparently a full week without vaccinating anybody. Yeah, it turns out uh, reports are now coming out that the Biden administration has discovered that there is no vaccine plan. I mean, that was fairly apparent, but still a little bit shocking to hear actually articulated that they are having to build a federal vaccine plan from scratch. So good job, everyone. But here's the deal. We're going to fucking Disney World, everyone. We really are. We're just not doing it at a time that people are going to get sick from it. Well, everybody knows that. not going to do that. Yeah. I mean, I know everyone knows that, but you know what? It's worth saying again, because fucking I wish we were. I want to be on that fucking plane. Think how good that would have felt. Oh, my word. Oh, that would have been amazing. Yeah. Let's imagine. Imagine if there had been no covid and then Trump was just. Kicked out. But here, let me ask you this, Dan. And I'm not saying it was worth it or anything like that. Just to just imagine there was no COVID. Right. I think that probably he would have been reelected. So I think that that's the. Yeah, that's the fucking unfortunate series of events that has transpired. But. But God damn it, Maureen, I would. Could really go for a dole whip this weekend. That's for sure. I don't even know how to process the thought of getting on a plane. Oh no, no. We had I had to go into a building for I think only the third time now uh, since last March. This week uh, I had to go back into the high school with the teen because he had to pick something up that was not available during their distance to pick up. And, um, yeah, it's going to take some getting used to. That's for sure. Yeah, getting on a plane, that feels fucking wild. So it's going to be a bit, but says Huvia, we are going to be here. And we are going to be there at Disney World when it feels like the right time. And one of those when it feels like the right time will be when that goddamn Biden bot is standing there doing its robotic Biden talk. Talking about malarkey. Uh, the thing that is um, 
I mean, if you think back to four years ago, the Hall of Presidents, which for those of you unfamiliar, uh, Disney World has a attraction, and I'll put that loosely in quotes, um, that is every president of the United States as robotic audio animatronics uh, in some sort of weird decision made in the 70s that people would like to go and sit and watch a show about American presidents. Um, it is a great place to take a nap. I'll tell you that much. Uh, anyway, four years ago, every year for the last uh, number of years, when a new president is brought in, they make a new robot. The president records some voice lines for that robot and they reopen the um, they reopen the, the attraction. And uh, four years ago, there were certainly questions as to whether they were going to ever reopen it because there was so much uh, discord around the election. And then uh, apparently it got delayed because Trump's people wanted him to be able to talk about his real estate. Um, And Disney said no. And finally it reopened and um, there were people protesting it and they had to close it again. And then they put spikes around the stage and installed security inside. And it's been going ever since. And so there have been certainly open questions as to whether or not uh, they were going to go through all of that again. Uh, But they have committed to it. And certainly Disney has a lot of kind of old white man robots sitting around. So they should be able to turn this one around pretty quickly. But uh but yeah, we're gonna see that fucking robot. God damn it. Also, um I f- we're definitely gonna go through the Goodfellas Layla credit sequence, I guess, at some point when we as we find out some of the we're gonna find out some, I think all the things we're gonna find out. Yeah. You know, uh and it won't come all at once. I think it's going to take a long time before it all. But I think we're going to find a bunch of stuff out. Oh, yeah. And Without a doubt. The actual... When do you <clears throat> think some actual kind of indictments or... I... I am relatively... Cool on the idea that there will be federal indictments of these people what i think we're gonna see is civil suits for sure i think that dominion voting systems is probably moments away from slapping donald trump with a pretty sizable defamation suit considering that they have sued everyone else that was uh maligned in the last couple of months including fox news and one america and all of that so I I I am unconvinced that there will be stomach at the federal level for really prosecuting some of these folks. I would love to be wrong about that. Um but uh but that's definitely where I am, but I think that there will be plenty of civil suits to come. Yay. <laughs> but That will certainly be part of what we talk about in season two of Says Who, and the rest we'll find out. But Says Who is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who, where every Sunday for just five bucks a month, you got a whole other episode of Says Who. And for just five bucks more than that, you also get a cool sticker every month. Thank you, everyone that is supporting. And we are excited for this new era. Season two, a whole new Patreon setup. We are we are excited. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo was designed by Darth. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y at says who podcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash groups slash says whovians. Our Facebook group, which is truly a remarkable place, is moderated by Janice Dillard. You can join the fan-run Discord server as well at tinyurl.com slash Discord. And please spread the word, subscribe, and leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And you can join us next 
Wednesday morning, I feel positive <laughs> that we can go back to releasing episodes on Wednesday again. Next Wednesday, January 27th, for our next episode. From my basement in Chicago. My location for season one, and now my location from season two. I am Dan Sinker. And I am Maureen Jones. And this has been Says Who. I just put that sound in instead. You don't actually have to make the sound. All right. I appreciate it, though.